0: Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast.
1: Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James. My name is David. And what you just heard was uh, Level Up Leroy's new intro. He he wrote for us. And I met Level Up Leroy while we we're at Celebration. He was upstairs in like the main hall, where like no one knew he was up there. Yeah. <laughs> and so I walked up there, and I was like, "Oh hey, how are you?" And he's <laughs> an awesome dude. Uh, we chatted for a little bit. I'll put the video link where I talked to him and everything. He was such a cool guy. Well, anyways, he reached out to us. On no, no. He did a video, and you were like, "I like the way that sounds." So we wrote him and asked him if he could maybe give us like a a cool little intro thing, and he d- did. So level up, Leroy. Thank you so much, and check him out. He's he's awesome. He's
0: really cool. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was looking for you at Chicago celebration. And yeah, you're like I'm upstairs. I'm like upstairs. <laughs> I'm like upstairs, where? Like I'm I'm over here by this DJ. I'm like, there's a DJ here? <laughs> yeah. Because when you walked in, you heard music. There were speakers, but there was no like DJ there. Yep. And <laughs> I was thinking, Okay, is this just like a, on a loop and just mm-hmm. playing? And then you told me that you were up there with a the DJ. I went up there, we met him, he was super cool, super nice. Yeah. And yeah, he does DJing like all around all the time. world. Yeah, yeah, he's from the UK. Yeah,
1: he does it. Like if you go on his, uh, if you go on his Instagram, he's he's always somewhere. He's always doing something cool. So level of Leroy again. Thank you so much for doing this for us. Yes, and thank you. Uh, hopefully, and we'll see you in August. So excited for celebration. Yeah. Um, so all right, I love Star Wars because something new happens <laughs> each week. Like every week, yeah. something happens. And I have friends who always ask me, James. What are you going to talk about this week? Like, oh, the latest news <laughs> and the latest news, like cool stuff and crazy stuff dropped today. So, where do you
0: want to start? Where do you? Where would you want to start today, man? There is a lot of news, and I think the most popular topic was, or one of, I guess there's two really huge things to talk about. It's the Obi Wan rumor oh, mill that happened. Oh my god! And then the uh, Colin Trevorrow. Ooh, let's let's do the Obi, let's do the Obi Wan Kenobi
1: one okay. first because that happened did you, okay first off okay if you don't know what happened was a twitter account called not discussing film at, you know at discussing film it was called the De- discussing film something like that like yeah they, it was like a parody like, it was a parody yeah. account a parody account that's that's number one they said that the obi-wan kenobi series was canceled on disney plus and, and that ewan mcgregor left because of creative differences this tweet and this article exploded all over the internet like all these all like the main the big Star Wars uh, not the big Star Wars guys but a lot of the Star Wars like links and all these other people started posting it out Um, and everybody was like oh my gosh Disney messed it up again like Disney did it again they ruined something great and I read it and I we of course we don't believe everything that we hear right away unless it's well, because he has some sources that I, I, don't, I don't, we don't ask him what sources he has, but he told us don't, don't listen to yet. Yeah, I'm still trying to find this out, and come to find out that yeah, it was none of it was true, none of it was even close to being true, and yeah, so don't be afraid. There is an Obi Wan Kenobi series that will be filming this year, and even McGregor is still attached to it. So I don't understand why these. I don't know. I guess you get clicks if you put out false information like that
0: yeah it, it's one of those things where i mean it's it's clickbait basically um people get paid by the amount of clicks they get we don't we don't get paid like that i mean we don't get paid at all really i mean we have a patreon yeah. to help us fund the podcast <laughs> by equipment by these microphones that we're using here and stuff like that i mean it's very little but i mean we do the podcast because we love talking about star wars and i think we're probably one of the more truthful podcasts out there. That's why mm-hmm. we have such a great and loyal listener base. Yes. And I've been really trying to deep dive into Star Wars stuff since twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Since you could actually do that since the start of the Force Awakens. Yes. So even before we met, I mean twenty fifteen was just dedicated to, to Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars research for me. I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast several times. And and along my during my journey, I kind of met people online. And, of course, you have claims that people know this and that. <laughs> and, I mean, you don't know if what they actually know is true until you see the film. Mm-hmm. When I saw the film, I kind of was able to filter out who was actually telling me the truth and who actually <laughs> had a source <laughs> and who was just making stuff up. I mean, people make stuff up, and they don't say that it's made up. And yeah, they, I think we know who those certain people are. We won't, we won't discuss those. Those, but, moments, but yeah. so it's it's the year 2020 right now. Mm-hmm. So I've been really at this since 2014, and for the prequels, I was doing it in 1997 mm-hmm. in high school. <laughs> so he's dedicated. Yeah, he's very dedicated. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 a weird thing because it's not dedication. Nope. It's just something I do. You know? <laughs> all right. It's like enough. breathing almost okay. to me, you know? I mean, I go online. I mean, I don't think about, okay, well, I'm going to go home after work and I'm going to look all this stuff up. No, I just do it. And that's why I think I have the confidence to do a podcast is mm-hmm. because I uncover information that I know is legitimate. And so so saying all that, we knew that
1: the Obi-Wan Kenobi thing was not legitimate at all. That was not... It ended up not being true, and it spread like (laughs) it spread everywhere. Like friends of mine were posting it, and I was telling everybody not to worry about it. And they were like, "Well, it says it here," and I'm like, "No, it's not. It's not the truth. I, I promise you." And I had to put on my Facebook, "It's not canceled. Don't worry. It's it's still gonna happen." So everyone's a little, everyone can breathe a little bit easier. Everyone's a little bit happier that Disney did not mess it up like everyone was claiming they did.
0: So. You've heard the phrase, truth is stranger than fiction, right? Yes. So we know that's fiction, Mm -hmm. but it appears from the people I trust and the places I trust, it seems like there was some Obi-Wan news. And it it was kind of one of those things where that parody account posted that, Mm -hmm. that the Obi-Wan series was canceled, and... That Ewan has left the project. That spread like wildfire. And it seems like all the people that I trust, they did some really deep digging mm-hmm. as to, okay, what's going on here? Because that thing just spread like yeah. crazy. Everyone was talking about it. And there's a lot of credible people talking about, well, this, this is a rumor that's out there, but... I have sources telling me some interesting things about Obi-Wan. And there was just way too many people commenting that way. You had people just outright saying, no, that these these rumors are false. Don't believe it. Mm -hmm. It's not true. And then on Twitter, you read a couple lines down, and you see like, oh no. (laughs) It's like, people were finding out things. I mean, people were really digging deep. And... From what I gathered, I didn't find out this information until last night. Mm-hmm. So I spent like a few hours, I believe, of Friday night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It had to be Friday night. So I knew, I knew something was found out, because there was just way too many people talking yeah. about, OK, they, they were making like little comments here and there, like they found out something, but they didn't want to talk about it. So at this point in time. There's stuff out there that I found out that's... that I mean, you you could maybe take it with a grain of salt. It, it, it almost seemed like that these rumors could have started by truth that was found out and it was passed on from one person to the next person to the next person. Or it just could be that that parody count just... I mean, it was just like serendipity, you know? Mm-hmm. So apparently there is... News, there is content out there that dropped, and I talked about it on our our Facebook group, Mm -hmm. but I talk about it here on the podcast. So, what I found out was that what sources are saying (laughs) is that Lucasfilm is thinking, like actually giving serious thought. To not canceling the Obi-Wan series, but to taking it and changing it from a series to being a movie. And the movie would be the 2022 film. And Deborah Chow would still be directing it. But the theory behind that is that would allow Lucasfilm more time to develop and to strategize for the next series of films they want to do. And just buy them time, essentially, for Project Luminous and the High Republic era. So, so the thinking is change the how many scripts was it like six or seven?
1: It's like a six or seven part story, right?
0: Yeah, like, I, I think the um, the, the rumor, thought was yeah. six six episodes, and they were supposed to be longer than the Mandalorian, like an hour, hour ten, hour twenty, maybe. So the thinking is adapt that into. A film or to a series? Is it a series they want to do? Take the scripts. We all know that they have the scripts. They're done. Yes. So what we're hearing is they want to put Deborah Chow in the director's seat for okay. an Obi-Wan film, a standalone film. One film. Which is a lot shorter than this the six-episode series. Man. Which I think... Over time, we all became all in favor of just doing a series, mm-hmm. a lot of character development, a lot like the Mandalorian, where it seems like that's really the public's appetite right now. It's, yes, is a series of Star Wars, and I was all on board for a series, but now it's like, okay, well, we got to think about the future, High Republic stuff. I, I really want to see that fleshed out. Yeah, and. They were going to do an Obi-Wan film before yeah. the solo returns happen at the yes. box office. Yes. So we all pretty much know that as, as truth. Mm-hmm. So that's what Lucasfilm apparently is contemplating right now. It might not happen. It may happen. But there's going to be a um, um, a shareholder's call mm-hmm. in February. Oh, so I have the date here. So you think Bob Iger may say something so, about that? So we basically got till February fourth to find out. I know Kathleen Kennedy said, in, I think Empire, or Variety, or no uh, Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. uh, that she was going to announce the next director. So apparently, the next director could theoretically be Deborah, Deborah Chow, Chow for Obi- an Obi Wan Obi-Wan film, yeah. but of course that might not even happen. That I mean, they That's- might have something else in the pipeline now. We saw the whole story with Taika Waititi being courted to be a Star Wars yes. filmmaker. Um, I don't see Taika doing the 2022 film because he's got his next film. He has his Thor, right? He has a right. He yeah. has to do that for Disney as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if they're going to wait that long to do that. I could
1: see. I could see Taika maybe taking on the, the next Star Wars movie because they gotta he has to do a Star Wars movie yeah. in my opinion I yeah. think the amount of the the amount of love that that last episode of The Mandalorian got was just in, incredible it was everybody was like that was my favorite episode I think if he doesn't do a Star Wars film if Lucasfilm and Disney if they can't get him to do one they made a big mistake so I, I can see them bringing him in later let him finish his Thor uh, what's it called Of uh, something I don't know Thor Love and Thunder Love and Thunder yeah, yeah. but um But I could see them saying, okay, Deborah Chow will do this one and then we'll do the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie in 2022 and then we go from there with, what, 2024 when the next one comes out, if whatever that one will be. (laughs) But again, this is all just speculation. We don't know whether or not this is
0: in fact true, but February 4th, we could possibly find out something big. Right, yeah, we we could find out a totally different scenario plays out. (laughs) But that's what I think... Everyone that actually has direct connections to Lucasfilm—that's what everyone that has panned out in the past for me personally that have been on the mark mm-hmm. have reported. So, all right, well, that's... there you go. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll we'll stay tuned for that. So, in the
1: end, Obi One, Ewan McGregor did not leave the project. So. That's the first thing you need to know, and that's the only thing. You yeah, need to
0: there's know. no hint of you, McGregor, being upset or trying to leave. I, I know that that people said, "Oh, well, McGregor's rep said he's still in the project; everything's fine." But I mean, you're not going to get any information from a representative no. of an actor. I mean, no. he's gonna he's gonna tote the company and, company line. You know? And plus, you know, I don't know. This is
1: everyone's excited. He seemed excited for it there at D twenty three I yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be yeah, awesome. I've been
0: talking to Lucasfilm about it for years. He, what since, he said like 2014, yeah, 2015,
1: 2015. I think yeah. he said is when he was started talking to them about it. So, oh my god, I'm so excited for that one. All right, so on to the big, the big one, which was Trevor Rose script leak. Yeah. So this, so the script leak came out on what was it Wednesday or Tuesday? It was like Tuesday or Monday. Sometime this week. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> and at first it didn't seem legit but then further you know research people started doing they found out that it was in fact a legit script leak and um so we don't have the whole script the whole script is not out online unfortunately all we have is just the bullet points from somebody who actually did read the script and they talked about the script so without further ado let us talk about star wars episode nine duel of the fates not gonna lie, that's a pretty good title for a Star Wars movie. And we don't like, know if it was the working title or if it was the actual title. Gun. Title, yeah, yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't know that yet because this same because, thing with the script. Because this draft was completed uh, a, a week before Carrie Fisher's death. It was, it was right. so. Part of me thinks that after that happened, Trevor o just kind of was mm-hmm. like, "I got nothing. I got you know what I mean." Like he kind, of, maybe he stopped right then and there. But upon reading this version of it versus what we got there are some cool things in the trevorrow version that are not in in the rise of skywalker but i'm just gonna say now ultimately i'm glad we got the rise of skywalker the way we
0: did what do you think i don't know james (laughs) (laughs) i i heard a pretty good reading of a summarization of the script Mm -hmm. and i'm like those are a lot of the ideas that I had in my head mm-hmm. for what I want I thought we were going to see. Yeah.
1: Well, and I will say this though you can tell from 7 8 and 9, you can tell that the story was I think uh, it's controversial. Don't don't judge. You can tell that <laughs> you can tell the story was kind of leading to this ending that they had for for 9. You can see like they were they were going toward that because from from early on it was abrams gave it to johnson and then johnson gave it to trevorrow but johnson did write the he did introduce the story of nine to trevorrow and said this is where nine is going to go and he wrote he did write a draft of it i know they they said either he wrote a draft or he wrote the story for nine and then trevorrow went off of that and you can see that they were they were connected a little bit clearer than the rise of skywalker is to the last jedi because they did have an idea if you may um, you you can't tell that you can't see that, and you one thing for sure that you can see from upon reading this is that Rose Tico had a bigger part, a lot bigger part in this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, she was on adventures, and I, it was it was it felt, and it also okay. Maybe I shouldn't have said it was better, but um, it does feel a lot like the old school. Some of the old school Star Wars stuff is yeah. is in this one, as opposed to the the newer the newer things that the Rise of Skywalker did. Um and one thing we did do a lot of in this script that they didn't do at all in the, in the new one was Coruscant Coruscant was a big part of the duel of the face um more surprisingly than I thought it was going to be like it looks like almost half the movie was was to take place on Coruscant but um but yeah so we we just want to go through and read these bullet points that that were that were written down um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Do it. So it was called, the title was Star Wars Episode Nine: Duel of the Fates, we, we suppose. But on this particular draft, it was Duel of the Fates. Um, the crawl was, the iron grip of the First Order has spread to the farthest reaches of the galaxy. Only a few scattered planets remain unoccupied. Traitorous acts are punishable by death. Determined to suffocate a growing unrest, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren has silenced all communication between neighboring systems. Led by General Leia Organa, the Resistance has planned a secret mission to prevent their annihilation and forge a path to freedom. So, from. So, yeah, you can kind of already see that directly from The Last Jedi to this. And okay, first off, it's completely different. There's no Palpatine. That's the big, big, big thing. There's no Palpatine at all. And see, this I, I, I don't think any
0: of us expected Palpatine no. before we saw Ian McDermott and heard his laugh in, yeah, no, in Chicago. Yeah, nobody expected that to yeah. happen. And then we'll get we'll get into that later because <laughs> I have my I have my, my thoughts on that. Too. So yeah, and kind of like rewinding a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Colin Trevorrow actually uh, liked someone's tweet that talked about the script. So it's almost like he's confirming that yes, this is legitimate. Yeah. So this was a draft. We just don't know if it was the final draft or just one of the preliminary yeah, preliminary drafts. But people do think that this is the story that Daisy Ridley heard at the SNL 40th. Oh, okay. And where she was told off to the side and Bobby Moynihan who's in Resistance yes. saw them talk and saw Daisy Ridley leave Colin uh, Trevorrow's date in her interaction like sobbing. Mm. So, and I think that we do get uh reasoning for that yeah we do yeah. we do get that yeah. and yeah like i
1: said this this does this script and the way this starts already feels like it was the it's the sequel to the last jedi mm-hmm. because of where the resistance is and where everything's at and supreme leader kylo ren is that did stay there um and so we go from there okay opens at a what kuwait or kuat shipyards Man on a mission style. Yes. So we immediately cut to a mission, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, BB-8 and Rose Tico, um, and then apparently allegedly a key player in the script, are infiltrating the moon where First Order build their ships. Workers are oppressed. There is an orbital ring and a moon below it. Finn and Poe are there. Uh, no R2 or 3PO. Rey arrives. So it was a... Um, I'm trying to think of an opening like this. I mean, it, it, it seemed like a cool little... Like a, a cool little on the ground mission that we would have gotten right, you right hit at the, the ground running. Yeah, and and we and the audience is like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? So the movie would have just started immediately. Um, Ray, okay, I love this. Okay, yeah. okay, the plan goes wrong. Uh, First order is able to contain blast. Admiral Vaughn says, "Oh wait, I, I, I skipped yeah, lots spot. of new characters, lots of oh, yeah. new
0: character names.
1: The plan. Th- this was the plan. To send explosive into the power shaft that delivers." raw ore into the ring so they were going to disrupt this 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 plant the plant goes wrong first order is able to contain blast and admiral vaughn which i believe in this draft i mean in the it would have been uh allegiant price <clears throat> doppelganger. maybe, maybe yeah. price yeah um says resistant tactics are pitiful and then ray disguised as a Tuscan raider is revealed to have created her own weapon a double bladed lightsaber hybrid of her staff and luke's cracked saber
0: and i think that's what we were that all was kind of yes and
1: that was something yeah. that people were been talking about for a while which was that she was going to she was going to create the lightsaber from her staff mm-hmm. which she did but we were <laughs> expecting the the double edge like she's yeah. been using since she was a kid you know so that was going to be in this in this script. Um, and I love the idea of her as a Tuscan Raider. I don't know. Like taking off the mask yeah, and you're yeah. like, Oh, it's right, and then yeah. oh, that would have been like the coolest reveal. Um They battle in Poe and Finn and Rose and Rain,
0: BB eight, steal a Star Destroyer. Now, hold up, rewind. Rewind. I wanted to talk about this point, because the double bladed lightsaber is a mix of her staff and the Anakin Skywalker yeah. lightsaber hilt. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it 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 would be kinda sad to see it broken up like that, but uh that's that's still kind of interesting though because it's like kind of like passing the torch in a way but i mean it's it's kind of like one of those things i mean we got the 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 mended lightsaber Mm -hmm. in the actual film we got but i mean to see her with the double bladed lightsaber and to know that the crystal was like repurposed for that like
1: i mean like you said it is it's like a Eh, okay it's cool that we got the full lightsaber i'm not gonna lie yeah. seeing anakin's lightsaber all yeah. these years later. but then again knowing that the heart of the lightsaber if you may right is right. like right. S- still alive would have been also really cool
0: so and yeah. and there was i think we're going to talk about this later but there was art for the art of star wars the rise of skywalker yeah. released online and there's pictures of the uh, re-put-together lightsaber. And it looks like there's, like, staples or something in it. Wow. It, it, you don't see the actual, like, band-aid that Rey puts on it. like oh, okay. Like, the leather, like, strap she puts on it. So, I thought that was kind of cool. But, yeah, just seeing her as a Tusken Raider battling, and she's, like, really taking out people. And that's something that I really wish we saw more of in The Last Jedi, and we get it right away. And I could imagine that in the movie, which is, like,
1: you you... You see the staff, mm-hmm. but you, you. But the audience would be like, "That looks like Ray staff." Like as a Tuscan Raider, right? And like she raises it up like a Tuscan Raider. I mean, that would have been a really cool, like,
0: yeah. It would be nice to know how they were going to shoot that scene yeah. because there's a way to shoot it where you don't, where really, where you really can't tell that it was actually Ray. Mm-hmm. And there's a way that you can obviously show the staff, and it's like, okay, well, every, oh, the whole saying. audience is going to know. Okay, well, that's Ray staff because yep. it's kind of iconic. Yep. At this point, yeah, right? every, yeah, everyone, yeah. yeah, that 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 image of her with the staff walking is such yeah. a cool, such a cool image. And were you kind of surprised that she was still carrying it around in the Rise of Skywalker? It I, seemed kind of like redundant. I mean, she's got a lightsaber. Yeah, I was, um,
1: I was a little shocked. I mean again like we said it's an iconic look for her but yeah when you when you see her walking around with it still whipping it around her i was i was was like she has a lightsaber now and we even they even showed it in the rise of skywalker that she puts down the staff picks up the lightsaber and fights with the lightsaber so i wonder if i don't know i don't know that's a whole that's a whole other thing.
0: My wheel started turning and I was thinking maybe we're gonna get that reveal that okay, there is a lightsaber in there. She did something with her staff mm-hmm. just in case and she was gonna yeah. use it or take it apart and use it in some key moment of the Rise of Skywalker. It didn't happen, but of course we all know that she used it to make her very own yeah. unique yellow lightsaber. Yellow bladed Yellow yeah. Gold
1: Lightsaber, which was awesome. They steal a Star Destroyer. That is awesome. I could imagine that, like in the movie of them, like and like almost like Finn and Poe, like, are we really doing this? Are we really yeah. gonna Poe Is like, yeah. we got this. Let's go. And it's like, a great callback. And they and they shoot off to you know they like, boom. So the knife nine, which was a ship containing the Knights of Ren, arrives at Kuwait. Uh, we don't know. Ren kills Admiral Vaughn for his failure, so Admiral Vaughn is out. Almost like General, um, what was his name? Pryte. Oh. Not not uh, the 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 one from uh, the last jedi who was on the uh, the dreadnought anyways oh well, yeah so we introduce a general then they die like immediately mm-hmm. pretty much so that's that happens and then now we cut to coruscant and this was where coruscant if you don't know like from the books and everything uh, coruscant is no longer the coruscant we've seen in the prequels coruscant is like kind of a rundown city mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of gangs there's a lot of people who are still loyal to the empire who live there it's just a crazy crazy planet now and so coruscant was going to play a big big part in this movie so no okay no longer a vibrant city but the the new structures are built atop the art deco structure of the old republic occupied by the first order now they have a citadel slash palace there citizens are scavengers now hux is now chancellor hux okay now this hux gets a bigger part in this one as opposed to the uh the episode nine rise of skywalker um and hux is now addressing uh bis a traitor who helped resist steal the star destroyer kova is executed with a light blade guillotine so they have established like a government if you may and the first order has their own chancellor so now he's in charge of supposedly he's in charge of everything uh hux and commander selic again a new person have a meeting with several alien warlords and this was an ode to the a new hope imperial council scene so when they're all sitting around the table talking which we did kind of get in the rise of skywalker mm. but okay um first order has allies they are aware of ray being the last jedi council wants to know where is kylo ren he is missing huck only know hucks only knows he has gone searching for something of great power so in this version for the first couple of minutes we don't have no they have no idea where kylo ren is mm-hmm. which i like that i thought that was i thought that's yeah. a pretty interesting thing yeah. um and he's looking for something which we did get in the rise of skywalker and said we just cut directly to it we don't and it looked like from the in the rise of skywalker that like kylo ren had been gone for a little bit because he comes back with his mask on and everyone's like like oh he's back with it. you know what i mean yeah. like i don't yeah. know yeah that's a similarity <clears throat> so they they that was they kept that in there and so now we cut to mustafar Kylo Ren is alone except for a Darth Maul-esque droid. What, is that even, what does that even mean, Darth Maul-esque
0: droid? I don't know, like a droid with horns and war paint? Yeah, with war paint and... <laughs> and a double-bladed lightsaber? Yeah,
1: maybe. <laughs> he has a stubble, indicating uh, search has been for a long time. Ren is being haunted by Luke's force ghost. Okay, so now here's a direct connection between The Last Jedi and the duel of the fates, which was, well, before Luke goes, he says, if you strike me down in anger, I'll be... What does he say? Like, I'll be with you everywhere you go or like i'll always be with you just like your father at the end of the last jedi luke says that to right, him right right and so now we're seeing that
0: now that we're seeing that see that's something we talked about on the podcast too yeah that we, we wanted to see luke's force goes hot torturing kylo, and ren. With kylo ren yes yeah.
1: which was the plan because of what the last jedi had introduced mm-hmm. but when we got to the rise of skywalker that ultimately didn't didn't happen Mm -hmm. at all so they were going to do that and which sounds really cool luke there is there is the dark path okay this is where the dark path leads an empty tomb kylo retort where did your path lead luke is trying to convince him to go back to leia kylo i'm going to be more powerful than any jedi even you which is a direct uh like kind of a mirror of what Anakin said, which was, I'm going to be the most powerful Jedi, you know, even powerful than Obi-Wan, yeah. like all this other. So that, that yeah. was in, in a way, immediately you're setting the tone for the rest of the movie. And when we get to the end, you'll realize what I'm, what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's what,
0: a lot of revenge of the Sith. Yeah, in here. There's
1: a ton of revenge of the Sith. There's a ton of Anakin parallels with, mm-hmm. with Kylo Ren in this one, as opposed to the way you see him in the rise of Skywalker. Uh, and this time we're in Vader's temple, which now we know from the Oculus, Vader immortal. The temple is destroyed, right? That's what. That's what Spoilers. Joseph. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's what Joseph. <laughs> Joseph told that. us that. Um, so, in <laughs> this version, the the game hadn't been released yet, so the temple was still standing for right, Vader. Right. Um, Vader uh, Kylo finds a Sith holocron in Vader's temple, which reveals a
0: hologram of Palpatine. So Palpatine. So do they it consider here. it a temple? I think because I, I know they call it as castle. Yeah, I don't. But is it like a place of, like, worshiping?
1: I don't think so. No? I think I think this was just, I think they, they may have put that, they wrote yeah. that in there as, like, mm-hmm. oh, it was his temple. But no, it's his castle.
0: It's yeah. Vader's castle. Um, and we get Mustafar in The Rise of Skywalker, yes. which is the first scene, which a lot of people don't realize. But in here, there's a lot of, like, more directly talked about yes we're on planet mustafar and you see the castle that see we've seen castle. from yeah. uh from
1: rogue one oh fun thing i just finished uh fallen order jedi fallen order and there mm-hmm. is a part where you go to a planet that's <laughs> that's i forget what it was called but then on the other side you can see the small red planet on the other side which was mm-hmm. mustafar mm-hmm. and if you don't know what it is you won't you won't you'll be like oh, okay cool but if you know what it is it's, it's a really yeah. cool little easter that's egg little- they threw in there but anyways um so, okay, so Palpatine's recording is for Vader. So we get Palpatine. So they would have brought back Ian McDermott for this. He would have right, come back right. as a. Which would have been so cool to see. Yeah. Um, Palpatine has a contingency for Vader if Luke kills him. Vader is to take Luke to Remnicor. We don't. Maybe that's what the place was. System to see Torvalum, Master of Sith, Palpatine's teacher. So this is where we start to get a little. Controversial and weird. A little dicey. So Torvalum <laughs> yeah. it would be revealed to have been Palpatine's teacher and right. his but we've all we have all been under the assumption and Pablo Hidalgo has confirmed that no Plagueis was Palpatine's master. But at this
0: point that I guess that hadn't been confirmed yet, right? Yeah, I mean, you kind of wonder, was Torvalon maybe like a placeholder for Plagueis, possibly? Maybe. Maybe they they did that to... uh, Unless, yeah, I mean, this could be like just a draft and not the final, final draft. So in case it leaked, we would be like, oh, Torvalon's going to be the
1: villain, the ultimate villain. But in the end, it could have been easily changed to Darth Plagueis. Which, I, I, I can see that happening because to introduce... To introduce a whole new baddie in the last movie (laughs) is like whoa, but if you make it Darth Plagueis, that overall villain esque thing kind of is there. You know, they got we got in the Rise of Skywalker like definitively saying this Palpatine is the overall baddie in the whole Skywalker saga. With this, Plagueis would have been the overall.
0: Yeah, it, it checks so many boxes. Yeah, the fans want Plagueis in there. Yes, I mean it makes sense in the story. We all know that Plagueis was Darth Sidious Palpatine's master. Yes, so I mean it's kind of blatant to put in Plagueis and not this Torvalum character. So what
1: we're going to the, the Star Wars stuff podcast is going to say that Torvalum may have been a just a placement for. Darth yeah, Plagueis. just
0: a placeholder name. Yeah.
1: So we'll. If we're wrong, we're very wrong. But if we're right, yeah. Just kidding. (laughs) Uh, After
0: scanning kylo the holocron
1: explodes and, re- and releases red lightning which burns kylo who screams so that would have been kind of
0: interesting like, so yeah and it is holocron and when we saw it in the rise of skywalker it was a wayfinder but yeah. it looks like a sith it looked holocron. like a yeah it looked like a. Well, it's it was, like, why not just call it a holocron well the sith holocron
1: was in the was a triangle was it a triangle yes oh okay it I was remember. like a pure a pyramid, like a pyramid yeah. design yeah. yeah i don't know why they and then the jedi's like a cube yeah yeah i don't know why they didn't do that but anyways so we move on cut to the resistance base stuff yeah uh on core off wherever. leia is introduced as she feels what's happening to bend chewbacca and lieutenant Connix tell leia that the kuwait team is back they're shocked to see a star destroyer which has landed on the planet funny moment with ray using mind trick on first order officers who were still on the ship nah, i don't know how i feel about that Using I don't know. There's so many people on the ship that she like mind
0: control all of them. I, uh, I think she's just reference. Uh, they're just referencing like the pilots or the oh, people okay. that are like flying. And then she tells them all to walk off a cliff, and
1: they all. Die. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> uh, so uh, Lieutenant Connix uh, introduced. She has. It looks like she has more speaking lines in this one than she does in the Rise of Skywalker. Um, see, because I thought Connix was going to become the Poe Dameron. From the Last Jedi, where she would rise up in the ranks and be well, she did rise up, but, but they mean, did. She I mean, but get they didn't speaking role, yeah. yeah. That, so, anyways, okay. So, Ray confides in Finn that she doesn't feel like she has what it takes to be a Jedi and can't live up to everyone's expectations, which we kind of get in the Rise of Skywalker. Um, Finn asks her if she still senses Kylo Ren. Ray confesses she's been having nightmares. Finn asks if it's Kylo. Ray says she can't explain their connection, which we did get a little bit of that and yeah we did we got that scene in the uh yeah we yeah we got that part so that that carried over uh finn says you have to shut him out he can't he can't change it's too late ray it's never too late to change you taught me that finn Aw, which is I, I like that a lot that's yeah. a pretty cool thing uh resistant realizes that the star destroyer still has most of its weapons tanks ties etc only missing pieces and army to use it so that explains how the resistance gets <laughs> their all their equipment for to fight the final mm-hmm. battle because everything's there, um, which is pretty cool. Ray searching the Jedi text from Octu discovers that under Coruscant, under the Coruscant Jedi Temple, there is a communication system called a force beacon, mm-hmm. which we could even go as far to say that that's what Obi-Wan was kind of using. Right. Uh, in the Revenge of the yeah. Sith,
0: and the reasoning for this is because Kylo Ren in the First Order has blocked communications mm. from planet from system to system, a lot like the Phantom Menace, yes. where they block communications. So there's a little comeback there.
1: Ooh, there's a, it feels. Yeah, just reading this, it feels like there's way more. Connective tissue, if you may, from like you. <laughs> How like many to times say, have
0: we said connective tissue on the he, podcast? He, 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 uh, He's the one who taught me that. It seems like there's a lot more
1: connective tissue from from this to the prequels than there were from the rise of, like of callbacks. Memory. Yeah, like a lot, poetry. a lot of callbacks. Um, and it all goes back to what I love that quote that George Lucas says. It's yeah. like poetry. It rhymes. And if you ever watch that clip of George Lucas saying that, it's like poetry. It rhymes. He goes like this, like, I, <laughs> I mean, it sounds good. I mean, I don't know. But anyways, um, so they. So the, from the Old Republic... So this Force Beacon uh, is underneath there. It's from the Old Republic. That can send signal to 50 planets. They plan on using it to get allies. First Order can't stop it since it predates Imperial tech. Ray says, hope is all we have left. So this is pretty cool because I like that little, little thing where it's like, well, we can do this because... The first order can't can, can't stop this because this they have no idea about this technology, right. and it's almost like it's so old they have no idea how to how
0: right. it's, it's like primitive, which is a callback to the Ewoks defeating the Empire. Yes, the very
1: true. So Force Ghost Luke appears as Ray trains. Luke is pushing Ray to get stronger in the Force while he's pushing Kylo to let Ben out. So you you would be seeing Luke. Luke had a bigger bigger role in this one than he did in the rise of skywalker yeah. and, and this luke is both with ray and with kylo ren and he's trying his best to to make to make things work uh which i guess is really interesting they didn't
0: really do that in this one um right he's basically atoning for his actions yep. prior to the last jedi and during the last jedi
1: and it feels like again like i said it feels like this follows the last jedi a little bit clearer than
0: the of skywalker did but feels like it's more of a direct continuation of the last jedi
1: but anyways (laughs) anyways, uh we won't get that kylo makes it back to coruscant faces damage mandalorian armor is smelted and has been applied to his face
0: right so harkens back to revenge of the sith Mm -hmm. when anakin gets set ablaze by the volcanic lava so we would have seen we would have seen I think we would have had like half of his face would have been like kind of covered up so I immediately thought about the Art of the Force Awakens when you see that villain he's like this and his face is like yeah cybernetic that's the picture I thought of. I think
1: maybe that's what they were going for with it because yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, let you yeah. borrow that book, but yeah, I think that's maybe what they were what they were got to go with with that one. If you haven't looked at the art of the Force Awakens, do it because there's so many cool things they drew for the art of the, uh, of the Force Awakens that ended up being in like you know the TV shows, the cartoons, and even the Last Jedi. And so it's so cool.
0: Anyway, and a pro tip for you because <clears throat> um, you did this, you went to half price books. And you yes. found it there. Yes. And that's actually a great place to find Star Wars books and novels. I just bought the visual dictionary for The Phantom Menace and The Force Awakens.
1: <laughs> I have the one for The Phantom. I bought that thing okay. back in '99. <laughs> If you look at my my visual dictionary for the fans of menace, the pages are like none of the pages are intact because I used to open, I used to yeah. flip through those pages all the time. But anyways, yeah. enough about me as a kid. But yes, and they're half husbands. price. Yes, they're awesome. <laughs> and um, and before we go on, uh, the March 11th is when the do the March 11th or March 20th is when the visual the art of the Rise of Skywalker comes out. Okay, so they got to okay. wait. They're probably, yeah, I'm they're, buying that. They're, they're they got to wait until after the movie comes out, which is rumored to be in March as well. So yeah. Stay tuned. Uh, So he makes it back. Kylo makes it back to Coruscant, um, confronts Hux, and belittles him, saying he doesn't need titles. (laughs) So, (laughs) poor Hux, I'm the Chancellor, blah, 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 blah. Kylo Ren says, you don't need to be called the Chancellor, you idiot. Okay. So Ray to Luke as they train. Balance. The dark suffocates the light. Light extinguishes the dark over and over and over again. How is that balance in the Force? Luke, I know that anger. My father had it too. Ray. So, says my master and his master before him a thousand masters so eager to tell us how to live good little i like that a little bit a rest of exchange between ray and luke is basically ray trying to back away from being a jedi she admits she is no one luke tries to convince her says he says the force is speaking to her again this is leading directly from the last jedi to this one Mm -hmm. um back to kylo And Hux continue to snipe at each other. Kylo says he's leaving again, but not before telling Hux the power he discovered will make destroying planets insignificant. Kylo's last order to Hux, find the resistance, wipe them out, leave the girl to me. Which, I like that a lot. Okay, so now we get this Team A... So now, now the movie. I think we'd be in our middle of our second act at this point. Now we're going to start to see the the missions happen, and Team A: Rose, Finn, R two and three PO going to Coruscant to light the beacon, almost like Lord of the Rings. The beacons are there. Yeah. Uh, team B: Ray, Poe, and Chewbacca going to a planet to find someone to help Ray figure out what she needs to do. And they said yes. This team B description is very vague because that's all they were able to understand from the script. Looks like they hadn't fleshed that part out yet. And from this right here, team A, team B, it looks like we're getting our indoor, indoor, you know, Return of the Jedi, where you have the Star Wars formula. Yeah. So you have your your team separated. So Kylo is going to a Sith planet, Remnicor. Uh, before he leaves Coruscant, he takes Vader's mask and says he understands Vader now. Kylo, you allowed your love you allowed love to cloud your judgment, and he throws Vader's mask off a balcony, and it shatters. So, that would have been pretty cool. Mm. I don't know. Uh, Leia stays at the base, overseeing the Resistance. Before Rey leaves, she and Leia have an exchange where Rey says she believes they're still good in Kylo. Leia is skeptical, which is different from the last Jedi and the force awakens where she said there's still light in him. And she does kind of tell Luke, my son, I know my son is gone. And then he says, no one's truly gone. So I don't know. It's a little bit of a contradictory mm-hmm. thing right there. Unless now these time later, she's kind of seeing maybe her son is gone. Okay. So, but Ray believes in her Jedi training. Leia, you're not like my father or my brother. You're new. Whatever happens. Remember the force chose you, Ray. Your story isn't written by anyone else. So that's pretty cool. So now we start summarizing. This is the leak we got. So First Order tracks down Solon Star Destroyer on this planet and the Resistance escapes. Team A successfully infiltrates to the Jedi Temple and turns on the beacon. Cut to different places around the galaxy recovering, receiving the this, this signal boss cameo. Uh, which I guess is pretty cool it is then cut off by the First Order Team A then flee to the underbelly of Coruscant so this would have been pretty cool to go back to the Jedi Temple and to see what the Jedi Temple would have looked like now so I, I really really like that a lot but we didn't get that so run down in ruins maybe yeah I think it would have been run down in ruins I think it would have been occupied by the First I think the First orders like like in charge of it. And so they had to mm-hmm. like sneak in. So then they, they leave. They go to the underbelly of Coruscant, which I hear is a very scary place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Team 13, B.
0: Thirteen.
1: Yeah. Team B are being pursued by the Knife Nine, which is the Knights of Ren, uh, and eventually reach the planet bon- Bonadin. Bonadin. Uh, Kylo reaches Rimnicor and confronts Torvalium. Valum, not Valium. <laughs> Tor Valum. Torvalium. Uh, <laughs> Chancellor Valorum? Chancellor. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Chancellor Valorum. 7,000 uh, year old alien, unknown origins spindly intense sinewy muscle very lovecraftian um almost kind of reminds me of a i don't know like a snoke type of cthulhu yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and so kylo begins training with with valum O to uh, empire strikes back cave scene kylo fights vader fight is brutal and kylo loses so we would have gotten a crazy kind of a i don't know it says it's brutal, so that would have been that kind of makes me think it would have been a different type of fight than we've ever seen before between Vader on film. Would have been cool. Would have been really cool. So back on Bonadin, Poe takes Ray to a seer who can pull information out of memories. So the seer pulls a star chart out of Ray's mind from her visions with Kylo. Knights of Ren show up and fight Ray in a lightsaber battle. She defeats them and Team B escapes. And so this the Knights of Ren battle was a like a leak. That people thought was going to be in the last jedi the yeah, right we Knights. all thought there was yeah. gonna
0: be because i mean there was reports from Octu yes. to yes that there was going to be an encounter and that was reported by one of my sources that i trust and it didn't yeah it didn't, didn't happen it did you know, fall through oh well but it would have happened in this one and then so both
1: ray and kylo ren eventually go get to mortis so so mortis
0: actually played a
1: factor yep. leia asks land so this is all like everything now is kind of choppy because this is the details that we were given so lando was going to be in the rise of skywalker from the beginning i mean yeah in episode nine from the beginning so leia asked lando if he will organize the smugglers and fight the first order which i think we all said i think even joseph had more of a understanding of why that would have happened because i think he read uh, last shot with Han Hon- yes. Solo, and yes. so apparently there was like this whole this whole plot that Joseph said, you know, Lando could get all the smugglers together to come out mm-hmm. and fight, so that was the plan, so yeah, just so you know, that was gonna happen yeah. uh, Rose is captured and tortured by the First Order but is able to escape, so she, like I said, she had a bigger part in this one Finn R2-3PO started citizens uprising on Coruscant around the First Order Citadel Palace, so this is kind of, I don't know i don't know like this hasn't really been done before in star wars i mean we got it in the rise of skywalker but this was all like at ground level and mm-hmm. finn bringing everybody together to help fight the uh, the, the first order so that would have been pretty cool my head's all messed up anyways don't worry about it okay um
0: continuity's sake yeah yeah
1: <laughs> leia brings her forces to coruscant to battle the first order massive space battle ground battle return of the jedi Tower, you know the works lol <laughs> chewie flies an x-wing that would have been rad. I don't know, man. <laughs> For me Chewie belongs in the Falcon, but to see him kind of that the humorous shot of him getting in the and the uh and the X-wing like yeah.
0: looking around. He wouldn't even need a ladder.
1: And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's in there and it would have been great as R2's like Oh no, R2's not with them in this. Right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. But he's in the he's in the X-wing and they're flying and he's just Destroying people oh, That, that would. would have been oh. the cool. Like everyone's like flying and you just see this one X-Men just boom they fly through and like who was that And you just, he was just, just Shooting everybody that would have been pretty cool And
0: he does the laugh from the Rise of Skywalker When, when Poe says Hey fellas or whatever oh, when he yeah, was yeah, on the yeah. ground
1: <laughs> 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 That would have been awesome But we didn't get that ultimately um, So where are we at Where are we at Ray and Kylo battle on Mortis, so the battle would have been happening on Coruscant. The space battle and the ground battle would have been on Coruscant, while Ray and and Kylo Ren on a different part, a different planet, completely doing this doing this fight. Ray and Kylo battle on Mortis using force energy that can pull from each other, which we did get in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, at some point, is revealed Kylo killed Ray's parents at the behest of Snoke. Mm. Like, that's huge. That's the biggest difference. I mean, the biggest difference from all of it. So let's go back. Was was that set up in Force Awakens and The Last Jedi that he killed her parents?
0: Well, I mean, it, we didn't know what happened to her parents. Yeah, but like, was there until any... Until The Last Jedi, until Kylo Ren said something about it. That yeah. there were nobody. They died buried in a pauper's grave. But to me, this... This makes sense, but how old was Kylo Ren? How old was Ben Solo when he did that? Yeah, he must have been like. Well, then,
1: he, yeah. So that kind so of technically, changes...
0: like Ray is like nineteen, and Kylo Ren is like thirty three, right?
1: I think that's the age. I heard it was a little different. It was like, is it, is it that? Is it that big of a I, game? I, Yeah, I think Kylo Ren is like about thirty three ish. Okay, so then that makes sense that this maybe happened he was like very young man yeah this must have been okay so then this also if, if we go that route if we go the route of kylo ren kills rey's parents which is where they were going to go that line in the force awakens still makes a lot of sense whenever he says they were helped by a girl and he like
0: and that makes sense that he knows a lot of information yeah. about his and about he's her parents. yeah and he's
1: like what girl like wait a minute like i remember this planet I remember That, that like, would
0: explain that, yeah, she wasn't a fellow like student from mm-hmm. Master Luke. She was actually someone that he came across. Yes, and that's someone that he killed her parents. And he probably sensed the Force in her. Yes.
1: So that, that, that in a way, makes a lot more sense. I talked to Rudy about this, uh, and he said, he goes, I would have kind of preferred that over... Mm-hmm. But if you go that route, and you have Kylo Ren kill her parents... Then Kylo Ren is un, is can't be saved. He can't be redeemed if you go that route, like at all. And that's where this script and spoiler for this script, if you, have it, <laughs> that's where this was leading to. Okay, so yeah. so okay, so we go that he kills. Well, see, I
0: don't necessarily agree that he's still unredeemable. I mean, Vader killed thousands and millions of people. You know? I know, I mean, but
1: it's it just it's like for us as an audience. To then see like Ray being like, "You killed my parents, but it's okay, it's all right." You know what I mean? Like you were in a dark place at the time. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it, it, it it just seems very. I don't know. It just yeah. it, to me that seems like a stretch. Which is what they, I guess what was about to happen. So, okay. So, at the behest of Snoke, so Rey's parents were killed by Kylo Ren because Snoke told him to. Um towards the end, Luke, Obi-Wan and Yoda appear as Force ghosts to save Ben, but are unsuccessful. Ben is extinguished. So, we were going to get the Force ghosts that we all kind of we were all thinking like, man, that'd be so cool if they all showed up, you know, Obi-Wan, Yoda and everybody like that, but we didn't get that ultimately, so mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel about that?
0: Um, man, I'm just the more I listen to Colin Trevorrow's and Derek Connolly, right? Mm-hmm. This script for episode nine, the more I like it. I'm not saying I would replace it, but man, it just sounds like it could have been really good, really fascinating. A lot of talking points, a lot of this leads to this, and then that leads to like a book or a comic or a TV series. A lot of connectivity to the prequels, kind of not direct but indirect connectivity. And it just there's a lot of other details in here in this script that we're not even addressing. Yeah, true. Because I I heard a reading of it and Mace Windu's lightsaber is obtained by Kylo Ren. And Kylo Ren kills himself with it.
1: What?
0: Yeah, it's like a Harry Carey thing. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that's something I heard. I'm not. I'm like. I'm. I, I'm pretty sure it's valid, but I heard something along those lines. But I mean, you get the the the, the callback to Rey crossing Leia and Luke's lightsaber and using it as defense against Palpatine's. Sith lightning to yeah. kill him. That's another callback to Mace Windu. So there's there's a lot of kind of connected yeah, things it, yeah, between it, the if, two. It,
1: it feels like yeah, like Abrams and uh, Terrio did use aspects right, from right. from this script yeah. to to kind of form their yeah.
0: own. Um, and Trevorrow and Derek Conley did get story credits. Yes, they did. And there was like a big like litigation thing happening with that. And apparently Trevorrow was like, well, I'm going to take the money that I made and donate, to, donate it to charity because I really didn't have anything to do with it after a certain point. Okay. Well, but it was, I believe it was one of the guilds, the Director's Guild, that stepped in and said, hey, no, no, no. You've got to have him on, as uh, credited as story. Screen Actors oh, Guild. Yeah. Okay, Screen Actors.
1: Or, or Screen screen Actors Guild. Writers, writers Guild. God, yeah. Don't listen to us. Yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, that makes a lot more sense. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just very... Uh, I don't know, it's really cool to read this and read the Rise of Skywalker we got. And like I said, ultimately I'm happy with what we got with the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I thought it was really, really great. It was very entertaining and ended the, the trilogy, ended the, the nine-part saga very well. <laughs> but you can see that there are aspects of this which would have been a little bit better in the than the Rise of Skywalker. Um, I wish they could just mesh the two together and then you, you know what I mean? Like they should have just put the two in together. I mean, so in the end, Kylo Ren does go and find somebody else who who trains him and but in this one he goes to find somebody who gives him a mission. I mean so that was kind of the same and it was almost as if they read this script, Abrams and Terrier read this script and they said well let's, let's change it to instead of being Plagueis like we're predicting it is, what mm-hmm. if it was Palpatine? What if we just bring it all back to Palpatine? Mm-hmm. And in the end I am it's controversial I know, in the end I am happy that it was Palpatine at the to be the ultimate baddie at the very end of it all because that's just over over the whole story it makes sense that palpatine is the the main villain the entire time but that's just my
0: and it allows ben solo to be redeemable yes whereas so as opposed to if he was like the main villain of this sequel trilogy
1: and you know we we had spoken before we're like what's kylo ren's you know this is many podcasts ago i like a year ago we had said like what's what's kylo ren's what do you think he's going to be and i said well he's going to be we all agree he's going to be the ultimate villain he's going to be the supreme leader because it felt like a build-up yeah and we were thinking well
0: and adam driver's a great actor yes he's an
1: amazing actor and i think joseph and i had said He's, and he, he can be redeemed and you kind of said maybe he can I remember there was like an argument we all had and I said I don't think he can be redeemed mm-hmm. after what he did to his dad and, and I mean if you else. look
0: back to Vader I mean we just had that conversation yeah. that he killed just as many people I know I know but blew up planets and...
1: but the whole Reylo thing was also a big deal and everyone was talking <laughs> see about
0: I didn't it. think that was ever going to come to pass I thought that was just kind of some kind of like niche type of like fan but they got desire. The, they
1: got that kiss in yeah. the, the movie <laughs> but yeah i always saw that kylo ren was maybe irredeemable and that ray was supposed to be the one to to take over and become you know the overall hero which she ends up becoming but with kylo ren's been been solo's help you know what i mean yeah. so i mean we we got it in the mm-hmm. end and i think ben solo at the end of the rise of skywalker also feels he can't be redeemed mm-hmm. Or, like, the galaxy wouldn't accept him the same way ever. Yeah. Same as Anakin. Like, if Anakin had lit, like, Vader lives, everybody's like, hey, he's my dad, he's cool. And we'd be like, dude, we hate this dude, like, a lot. But, uh, but it, so in the end, that was pretty much the gist of the, 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 the Duel of the Fates, episode mm-hmm. nine. And just in one little note Han Solo did. Appear as well in this version as, he as a did, memory. As a memory, yeah. Uh, so he was going to be in Duel of Fates, like he was in The Rise of Skywalker.
0: The other thing I don't, I don't even think you know about this, but Ray was going to be blinded.
1: No, I didn't know about
0: that. Yeah. So there. Uh, so Ray and Kylo get into a saber fight, mm-hmm. and a lot like The Force Awakens, Kylo returns a favor and slashes her across the face with a lightsaber and blinds her. Ooh. So the end fight sequence saber fight sequence between the two she's blind and she's fighting him with a lightsaber that's beautiful so that's like a callback to kanan yeah I would say, yeah
1: that's a that's a good rebels callback right there
0: and i'm not quite sure if this is the way it went down but i think kyla was about to finish her off but then luke catches his lightsaber blade as a force ghost in his hand
1: I could see everybody. You know what? If if that happened, I could see all the the toxic fanboys. Being yeah, like, that's that's so ridiculous, man. You mean to tell me they can just show up any whenever they want and stop fights like that? Where was you know? Why did this
0: yeah. it this? I? It would contradict what Obi Wan said about when when Luke went to yep. Bespin. But <laughs>
1: I mean, <laughs> that would have been cool. But you know, in the end, I don't know. Oh, one thing I did see. Uh, they said Luke. Uh, Mark Hamill thought that the lightsaber flying out on the Force Awakens was going to go into his hand, right? And a lot of people thought that. I yeah. I thought that for certain. Like so, when Ray caught it, I gasped because I wasn't expecting that. But then they yeah. said in the Rise of Skywalker, he got he got to do that part.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of scenarios in Star Wars like that. Like we all wanted and expected to see something. We got something different. It's just as good. But it wasn't what we were expecting. Yes. But I mean, it's what we got, and it was good. But it's like, man, there's so many different routes and choices you could make, and, I, and that I, would work. And I think and be really cool to see on screen. And I think that's where you get in trouble
1: with some of these these yeah. people who. Who get mad and say like oh my gosh the rise of skywalker was terrible the last jedi was terrible The force awakens was awful because to them they have an idea everybody has their own star wars in their head i have my own star wars in my head i have my own rise of skywalker how it should have ended in my head we all do but in the end we're not the ones telling the stories. They, yeah. They're they telling us the story, and this is what happens. I mean, yeah, when the lightsaber flew out, I would have loved for it to have been Luke, to catch it. Because the movie would have just shifted. We would be like, oh, man. And he was like, you killed your father. How could you do this? And that would have been a cool introduction. Yeah. But in the end, it was making way for Ray to catch the lightsaber. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, that was Duel of the Fates, Episode 9 by Colin Trevorrow. Um, and
0: Derek Connolly, I
1: believe. Yeah, Derek Connolly. And in the end, like I said, it, it's a good, it was a good, it would have been a great movie. I would have loved to have seen it. It would have been awesome. But in the end, I'm I'm pretty happy with the Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. that we got. Um, I'm pretty sure more details will be coming out about this script. And I'm pretty sure that we will possibly get the whole script eventually. As mm-hmm. soon as that thing comes out, I'm going to read it. Because I want to know every detail about this thing.
0: It almost feels like in about 10 to 20 years, this film is going to be made by fans.
1: Maybe. You never know. Yeah,
0: you got all the deep fakes out there, and that's yeah convincing to a point.
1: Yeah, I know. Right, it's kind of creepy there after a while. I saw the one with Jim Carrey as Jack Nicholson from The Shining. I was (laughs) like, like, dude, this is this too ridiculous. But anyways, um, so yeah. In other news, you were telling me we had a little break here. You were telling me that so Disney did a 4K restoration for Disney Plus
0: of. Right so if you go to Star Disney Wars Plus movies, and yeah. watch the original trilogy it's all in 4K. So if you have a 4K TV, you could see every You can see Star Wars again for the first time in 4K.
1: And what's cool is some there's a channel I I have to look him up, but he this guy or or girl, I don't know, they did a side-by-side comparison of the Blu-ray versus mm-hmm. the Disney 4K restoration. It's like it's crazy. Disney did a really pretty good job with that 4k restoration and you were telling me that you since now it's in 4k you discovered something you've never seen before
0: right there's a lot of things that (laughs) i've noticed that i've never noticed before because of course when i was growing up back in the early 80s when i first was shown star wars i was watching it in like 140p or 140i i don't know on a on a (laughs) console with tv that was on the ground Yeah, yeah yeah and of course and it was on a vhs So that made it probably even worse. And it was from overseas, which compounded the situation. But now if you do watch it in 4K, you see a lot of how... um, Some news just shot over. Anyways. uh, (laughs) You see kind of the stitching and how the film was put together. And one scene in particular I just showed James during our break. Blew my mind. So when Luke walks up the stairs next to the Carbonite Chamber in the Empire. Yes, and the Empire Strikes Back. Luke ignites his lightsaber and then Vader ignites his lightsaber, but you can very clearly see in four K the actual physical rod that came out of the hilt on set before they animated the red glow for the lightsaber. You can see it before it ignites clearly. And it's like you think back and it's like did George Lucas not try and like specialize these uh these films using this clear an image because he would totally take that out you would think right it, it's so shocking to see that yeah.
1: that part because you know like you said I've been watching it for years in regular you know mm-hmm. I saw the VHS tapes back in the day you know I saw the D V D and you never see that little piece of the plastic there and yeah. then out of nowhere it's like Oh my gosh, you can see the little you could totally see it now. Um but little things like that. And let you know, you know, I don't know. It it's it's cool to see like the little details they were doing and trying to make and they and they did a pretty good job hiding it because you really can't even see it. You yeah, just have yeah. to really, really look. It's
0: it's that thing where you point if you have something really long like that and there's like a cylinder or a stick or something, and it's straight, if you point right at the camera, it looks like a single point in space. And then if it's dark on the on the tip
1: of it yeah. and you're right there with vader right you can't see it because he was hold, and you could tell that they they did it purposely of him to hold it that angle so you right. can't see it but then he it's like just he tilted it down just a little bit too much and you can see the little plastic there that's on there yeah and it was it was it's pretty it's pretty cool to see that that's how they did it yeah. um but yeah so if you don't know that yes all the star wars movies there on disney plus are 4k but yeah. if you have a 4k except tv solo. except for solo yeah if you have a 4k you can tv see that on netflix right yeah 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 and uh you can watch all these movies and they're glorious uh like amazing resolution you can see all the little mistakes now that are that are in yeah. the movies and yeah
0: you can't buy the original trilogy on 4k yet so that's the only place you can watch that rumor
1: 4K. has it though is the skywalker saga box set will be all 4k and mm-hmm. that's supposedly rumor had it, it was like in march so we'll see if that's that's gonna happen we don't know yet but uh what else
0: so john favreau instagram a picture of george lucas and baby yoda <laughs> it's
1: adorable it's amazing it's beautiful
0: yeah yeah it's, so,
1: it makes me happy to see that
0: <laughs> yeah and it's so interesting that george lu i mean of course he considers dave filoni like a son yes so i'm pretty sure that filoni invited him to set and wanted him there for i mean first of all i mean they're buddies. Yes. I mean, he's. Lucas is like a father figure to Filoni. So he would want him there for that purpose. But I mean, Star Wars is his baby, too. I mean, it's. Well, not two, but. Yeah. I mean, we all know the maker, George Lucas. Oh, yeah. And. And I can just see him dropping, like, pearls of wisdom on set. And we all saw that shot of. Favreau, Filoni, Lucas, and Kathleen Kennedy all sitting together behind the monitors. And, I mean, to have someone there recording that interaction, not even showing the monitor, just showing like the way that they kind of figured out the scene and the series. Because Lucas was there quite a bit, apparently. And yes. he was quite there on the solo set as well. Yeah, he quite was there on bit. the solo. Because, yeah. I mean, he has connections with Ron Howard. I mean, he directed him and um, he produced him too yeah, so yeah yeah so yeah i mean he's got the, the guys it seems like he has connections to that's that's where he shows up and i think that's where he feels the most welcomed
1: and it's it's so cool to see him still being like i don't know involved consulted right. and like hey man what would you do with this what would you do with that and he has all the answers do you know what i mean yeah. like he knows exactly it's it's so cool to see yeah and the way, way the
0: story it. goes is that luke is actually came up with the name of the species and he came up with more backstory for yoda species that's awesome so hopefully we i mean we should get that in mandalorian season two we should
1: that's the key yeah. but who knows who knows and bob go-
0: Iger knows the name and what a jerk right? and he said he said it's not george it's not yoda so. it's not
1: baby yoda either <laughs> Even okay. though that's uh, I a mean, like universal name. We're restricted to call them that now. Yeah, I mean, so. how
0: else are we going to describe them? Yeah, unfortunately. Unless you say the child or the asset. And-
1: I, I say the child. I say the asset. I don't say Baby Yoda. and everybody's like,
0: I say Baby Yoda because everyone knows immediately what you're talking about. Well, and goodness. Star Wars is filled with stuff like that. True. Very true. Different ways of saying the same thing. Han, Han. Almost like Luke, I am your father. Yeah. Instead of no, I am your father. But anyways. <laughs> um,
1: what else? What else today?
0: So, this week, I put pictures up on um, on our Facebook group for the Star Wars Stuff Podcast uh, for the Art of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker pictures. I put over 70 pictures up there. Yeah. So, there's a lot of interesting stuff on there. I remember specifically when Ray is... That scene we just talked about where Ray is talking to Finn about her vision of her being... There with Kylo on the throne, as like a Sith um, couple, so to speak, and uh-huh. it clearly shows that Kylo's on the throne and Rey's dressed in black right next to him.
1: But well, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's very cool. And that one scene, where actually that one um, image I was telling you about when the Skywalker lightsaber was mended. You can also see a picture there and that's like super interesting and super kind of kind of like arresting because when we see the lightsaber in the rise of skywalker there's that leather like band-aid on it yes which we didn't really get any like specific like details on how that came about how she did it i mean we might I'm pretty sure we'll get it in the novelization. Oh, yeah. Right? We're
1: definitely going to get something there in, um, in
0: March when the novel comes out. Yeah. And you do see some pictures of when Ray is in the that white room where Kylo kept yeah. Vader's helmet. And then he had the, the dagger.
1: And, it, um, and, and, and then the,
0: he had Chewie's band later. And the
1: shot, it was reminiscent to when Luke comes in and sees Vader on Bespin. Like, he's uh Kyla was up on us on the stairs and Ray comes in and she walks up the stairs to see him. So that was how they were going to do there. Um, there's another cool shot here where you can kind of see, like, I don't know what the detail is, but you can see Ray putting her hand out and I guess she's touching her parents or something. And then next her you can see the ghost of Obi-Wan Kenobi with his lightsaber out. So who knows what they were all talking about when they were discussing this movie. Cause If you know anything about, like, if you've ever read the art of anything, which which you have, you can. Mm -hmm. That is a really interesting uh, book because it explains from the production design the notes they were being given about the script. Right. And then so they would say like, oh, they were thinking about doing this. So we drew this. Right. And so from there you see all these cool. If you're, cool yeah. Images. If you're
0: interested in behind the scenes and want more insight as to what they were thinking. And the art is just beautiful. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. if I could blow up some of these pieces, I'd put them on the walls of my house. You know, it's it's really cool to see like what they were
1: going to what they were going to do and what ended up happening. And it also shows you, like I said, like things that may have. May have happened. Like, for instance, there's a picture right here of, of Ray underwater with her lightsaber out, and she's, she's, uh, she's cutting out a hole probably on the Death Star. Like, that was going to happen in the movie. And it's great. Like, I cannot wait for this book to come out so I can get it. And plus the novel is going
0: to come out as well in March. So I'm pretty sure that they shot that scene with the oracle. That they cut out because they thought that audiences would get confused, but there is artwork in there of like a spider type creature. Yeah, no baby head, <laughs> which yeah, was a rumor. Yeah, yeah, you remember you told me. But told it us it, it was more like a like a like a Akbar type of head, mm-hmm. like a Moncal.
1: Yeah, there's pretty cool there's
0: though. a ton of images. So if yeah, if you go to our Facebook group, all I have to do is request to be um be a member. Yeah, be a member basically, and.
1: Well, I just saw a picture right now of uh, Kylo Ren torturing Chewie, which would have been an interesting scene because Yeah,
0: that was a very provocative looking.
1: <laughs> because that's a that's a scene that we all would have been wondering what's what's Chewie and Kylo, what 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 their reaction would be to each other. Like what would Chewie be saying to And that's a whole scene that I would have loved to have looked at, you know, with him walking in and saying, "Hey Chewie," and then like Chewie just getting mad at him and like talking and then they would have had a scene talking to each other and blah, blah blah you know what i mean like that just would have been such a great a great moment
0: yeah a super touching moment because we all know that chewbacca babysat young ben solo yeah and to see man to see like a performance like a like a dialogue like yeah between chewy that would have been a very important scene of the movie yeah to see how
1: he reacted yeah. to him, which we Kylo, get...
0: Kylo speaking English, and then Chewie speaking Shriewok, but yep. very kind of distraught. That that would have been super interesting. oh man, and we oh. kind of go back to Solo where we got new and who knows Wook from, and that
1: who, film. who knows maybe uh, maybe what call it the novels gonna have that scene there. You know what I mean? So who knows? Because if you don't know about the novels, like the novelization of movies that but the novelization of the books that come out after the movies, a lot of those things have the deleted scenes from the script that were not in the movie. Right. Cause these, the authors are given the scripts, uh, very, very early on. And they are a part of, not a part of it, but they get to get notes about what's happening and what people are thinking. And so the novelization really shows more and more detail of the movie. Right. And if you ever read, um, uh, the force awakens it's great it talks a little bit about snoke's backstories like hinted at in the last jedi it's hinted at even more mm-hmm. and then also the last jedi the book starts off with a dream that luke has that he did go to the tashi station to pick up the power converters <laughs> and that when he came back yeah his uh his they were being questioned by the empire and they gave up the droids right away mm-hmm. and the planet's still under the rule of the empire yeah. and all those others. so like and they went out and they killed old Ben Kenobi. Like it, it, it just shows. And Luke wakes up because he's like, whoa, "Whoa, that's crazy." So that was just a cool way of showing Luke's thought process of how he got to where he did. And in the Last Jedi, to say, "How could I have stopped all this from happening?" And it was just such a cool way to introduce right. that concept.
0: And see, I've been saying forever that that is the device you use for a Kenobi series or movie. Yes, you have him dream, then you can recast. Hayden Christensen. You can bring in Liam Neeson. You can have them go on adventures we've never seen in live action yes. before. That's how you crack the code for for showing us something that's going to be ultra entertaining. You're still going to get that same Star Wars back. And you're going to have Obi-Wan, the lone samurai, the, the lone Ronin master. Mm-hmm. And just see the trials that he goes through. Maybe seeing his faith tested, you know. Yes, I mean because there's decades, <laughs> and it years and years.
1: It'd be so cool to see, and, and plus a live action. Even McGregor wearing those that arm, those arms, you know, like the armor that he wears during the Clone Wars. Yeah. To see that live action would be insane. Like I'm not gonna lie, that'd be so cool to see. That. It
0: would almost like be like Tom Hanks's Castaway in a sense, but in a desert setting. yes and then just. Going into the mind of Kenobi, going into his dreams, his nightmares. I think it would his be... His thoughts. This thing could be like the Mirages. Best. Yeah,
1: it would be the best thing in the whole world, man. I think... We're writing it right could, now. We're writing it right now. But it's going to be so cool to hear, to see him communicating with Yoda and to see him communicating with Liam, uh, Liam Neeson. With Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> it is Liam Neeson. To see them communicating with each other because it does say in um, a certain point of view that Obi-Wan and Yoda did communicate with each other
0: the uh you know they would Man, bring back clone wars oh, yeah, this dude. time in live action go back to prequel setting stuff dude, there's so many things they can uh. do with this
1: thing like i'm pumped i'm so pumped for this thing i cannot wait and again like we said at the beginning it was
0: not canceled all right yeah. well anything else or um the rise of the resistance opened at disneyland finally yes
1: and everyone's talking about it. a buddy of mine actually wrote it there in a disney world And he said it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And apparently, it's there's no queue. I mean, there's no like fast pass or anything to it. You have to like get in a boarding group, and that could be I don't know how long you have to Mm -hmm. wait to do that. But uh, right now, it's very packed. And they said like the animatronic Kylo Ren is insane. And that there is a moment during this where a lightsaber does turn on, and that a lot of people like jumped because it like it comes through. Where you're sitting and it feels like you're gonna get hit by this the thing. animatronic. I think, yeah, I believe so. Whoa! And I know
0: we talked about all the animatronics. We yeah. talked about it was um, the the best one is at Disney World, which condo and yeah. wasn't there a second one?
1: What the best like in, in like in the actual park? Yeah, yeah it's from Avatar.
0: No, 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 no. Uh, like a second animatronic for the Rise of the Resistance ride.
1: Oh, I don't know about that,
0: but I know that. Because I know there's the BB-8 animatronic, mm-hmm. but I mean that's not like a, a although, humanoid.
1: Although I don't know because I know that the Kylo Ren did record, did record stuff for the Rise of Resistance. Like there's actually shots of him. There's Ben. Uh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. <laughs> he has been so. Adam Driver, like, re- doing stuff for that. Um, but I don't know whether or not, I don't know. I don't, he may have been, mis- my f- buddy may have been mistaken. But yeah. but all I know is they said it looks awesome. And in case you don't know, Colin and Matt will be going here in the next couple of months. And they'll do a, a much better job of, like, documenting yeah. their experience. <laughs> next time I go, I promise I'll
0: Yeah, we it. have a Snapchat. So, yeah, yeah, he'll, yeah, Matt Plenty of snaps.
1: It's going to be, it's going to be awesome to see them there. And uh, I'm pumped to see what that is. And as you heard at the beginning, uh, actually, no, we didn't do it, but we, we do have a sponsor. Yeah, for the first time ever. First time ever. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Audible. Um, Just if you would like to get a month. Free of Audible, which is an awesome. I I use Audible every single day. I'm not even joking. I use Audible all the time. Um, If you want, if you want to like sign up for it, you get a free month plus one free.
0: Yeah, it's a thirty day free trial. Yeah, we have our own URL. It's AudibleTrial.com. It'll be right there. Stuff podcast down below. You'll see it. Yeah, make sure you click on that link and you go. You you access Audible that way because that helps out our podcast. And yeah, you get one free title, and I joined up for the a thirty day trial and I got the Rise of the Resistance. You
1: know, you got a resistance. resistance Re- oh gosh, see, you, did, you did it again! Yeah, yeah. He got resistance resistance reborn. reborn,
0: Resistance reborn, and yeah, that uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a pretty cool book. There's one narrator, and he does the voices for everyone.
1: I, I got um, – well, so I did Audible almost two years ago. I've, I've been on Audible for two years now. I, I did it for a Tom Clancy novel. Don't judge. And after listening to one book, because I was driving a lot then, I was like, oh, I can listen to other books. And, yeah, I, then I just I, – I can't stop. I love Audible. And the book, he says get Resistance Reborn. I say get The Force Collector uh, novel because that is it's a it's a young adult novel but it's so good they even included sound effects from the movies you even hear music from the films as well and it plus it's a really really great story so i highly recommend getting the force collector and like we said if you just click on the link below sign up for it you get 30 days for free and you also get one free uh, book download and like i said get the force collector you will you will enjoy it i promise
0: uh, yeah make sure to uh, follow us on facebook uh, follow us on Twitter, SWS Pod, 2187 uh, We're on Snapchat, like I mentioned. Uh, also, if you could go to Apple Podcasts, uh, give us a five-star review, write us a review. Uh, that helps out the podcast a lot. And um, I think that's pretty much it. And today's show was brought to you by Audible.
1: Yes. Man, I know it's crazy to say that finally, <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with another awesome topic. May the force be with you, Ali.